ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Instant Classic Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Sugg. Along with me, as usual, is my brother, Emery Ogletree II. What up, Tree? My brother, as always, episode three. It's time to get it in again. You know, I always can't wait to get it on. Yes, sir. So let's get into it. I know you've been waiting for this. We were texting back and forth. Salivating. Salivating. Yeah, man. Russell Westbrook is officially a Los Angeles Laker. And he is. He's got that shot to contend for a title. So go ahead, man. Go on in. Oh, my God. I mean, like you said, man, we texted and talked about it. And I mean, in our last episode, I think we even touched on it. And I said it then. I was like, man, it was a long shot. But even even before we even got to this, I mean, I said it maybe not even two years ago. I mean, you know, I've, and previous to that, you've heard me say, I was like, Rush just needs a contender. But two years ago, specifically, in a conversation, you know, with you know, Rob Parker from Fox Sports and some other cats I was hanging out with at the time, I told them, I was like, man, Russ needs to go a contender. And in my mind, I was sitting there thinking, like, where could Russ go? And for me, the only spot was always just the Lakers. And even in my mind, I was like, man, that is far-fetched. You know, Russ to the Lakers, like, I don't know how it happened, but it was the only fit that made sense to me. And the reason why is that I guess it's just my immense respect from one Hooper to another when it comes to LeBron James. Obviously, I have him in that GOAT discussion. He's earned that with me. And I just felt like, you know, when it comes to a player like LeBron, there's just a different approach depending on players that they just gravitate to him. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised Russ is at the Lakers. I'm not surprised that LeBron was opening to Russ coming because, believe me, this deal doesn't go down if LeBron wasn't with the no, fact no, no. of, yo, Russ can come here and play with me. And now that it's finally come to reality, the hate, the literal hate I've been hearing all throughout the week since this deal's gone down, my man, I mean, I, I've literally, I created a list. I got it right here, and I'm going to keep adding names to this list as we get ready for the upcoming season. Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp, even though you know, Uncle Shannon be flip-flopping because you know he's such a LeBron you know, groupie. Rob Parker, Jason McIntyre, Rick Buecher, and I'm sure that list is going to even like the, the Russ hate. Oh, and add Zach Lowe, the writer for ESPN. Add, throw him on there, too. The hate that's been going at Russ for going to the Lakers. I mean, this notion, this, you know, repeated, you know, approach, Russ is a team killer. You know, Russ can't play with other players. He has to get his. He's selfish. He's this. He's that. And I just sit there, and honestly, I just get so ticked off because that it is showing me the lack of basketball IQ. You know, outside of actual NBA analysts, it's funny, when I look at Kenny Smith, Jalen Rose, Kendrick Perkins, when I hear from the actual guys who played in the league, they're witty. But all these analysts, these quote-unquote, they call them experts, all these cats who depend on analytics just so they can make an argument because they sucked right when it came to the game of basketball, they're the ones who are driving me nuts. This is a great fit, and I am guaranteeing you, because I know I want you to get in on this, I am guaranteeing that Russ is going to get a title. Russ will get one. All and right. I've been saying that for a long time. <laughs> Russ will get one. You go ahead and go, brother. You know, I, I got a lot more. You gotta, go See, ahead and get it. With me, the only way this really works, it's all on LeBron. I think he needs to be the third option, like, on this team. And really, it's to save LeBron. So during the regular season, it needs to be Anthony Davis, a heavy dose of Anthony Davis, heavy dose of Russ, 
LeBron picking up the slack when they need him. That way in the playoffs, if they need him to go full Bron, he hasn't had to carry a team, you know, 82 games. Because I think this year he just kind of ran out of gas. That's when the injuries hit because it was already a condensed season. The body just wasn't built like that. And Anthony Davis, of course, has to remain healthy. If he ain't healthy, it don't matter if Bron is going full Bron and Russell is going full Russell. Um, they will still be in trouble. I don't know if that's enough. They need Anthony Davis in order to pull, you know, to get to the conference finals, nonetheless, a championship. All valid points, and I agree with you. I mean, for me, and like I said, you know, I'm not disagreeing with what you said. I'm not even looking at it in terms of, of a LeBron has to be a third option. I'm just looking at this as a case of you have three stars, two I know for sure first ballot Hall of Famers and LeBron and Russ, and obviously, you know, he still has a lot of time left, but I'm assuming that Anthony Davis is going to go to Hall of Fame. And for me, it's just about, again, I, I don't know, I don't really care what order it goes in. If LeBron's the third option, fine. If he's the first option, fine. I just, my thing is, they're going to make it work. Yeah. They're going to make it work because, again, the basketball IQ of LeBron, and I'm not sitting here trying to, you know, downsize the basketball IQ of Russ or AD. They have basketball IQ too. And, you know, they spoke on the fact that they all met together. Now, we don't know what the insights and the details of that meeting was, but you can't tell me that they, they didn't get together. And the bottom line was like, look, we can make this work. Yeah. Because, number one, Russell Westbrook has nothing to prove. He's Russell Westbrook. LeBron James definitely has nothing to prove. He's LeBron James. And Anthony Davis is Anthony Davis. We know what each one of us can do. The thing is finding the balance. And like I said, with all these you know, critics of what Russ does to a team, no one takes into account the fact, look at the teams he was playing on. You're sitting there telling me with the Washington Wizards, and with all due respect to Bradley Beal, I mean, but it was just Bradley Beal, and Bradley wasn't even healthy throughout last year. Yeah, and Bradley Beal still got his numbers. It wasn't Russ taking away from Bradley Beal. And you know what I'm saying? And even when he went to oh, the Houston, and then when, when I heard all the noise about, we well, can't play with James Harden. And of course, they made that work. I'm sorry, Mike D'Antoni to me is just not a very good coach. I'm sorry, he's just not. He's just not my cup of tea for a coach. If you don't focus on defense, I can't mess with you. So let alone he goes to Houston. What else did you expect? I mean, what real weapons were in Houston that made you say, oh, they're going to win the title? You know, because I heard people talking about, well, it's small ball. No, there's no more big men in the NBA, which drives me crazy. Like, you, you're just fools. I don't even understand it. And then, again, with what he was left with in the cupboard in OKC. You know, people keep talking about, oh, he had, uh, after KD left, he had Paul George and Victor Oladipo and Reggie Jackson and Carmelo Anthony. I'm sitting there looking like, when did anybody ever say having those people made you a title contender right but with russ it's like oh you didn't make it happen with these guys like are you kidding me listen they my biggest concern with this lakers team with all due respect <laughs> is the coaching right. i am worried that frank vogel will mess this up yes that's my biggest concern yes frank vogel is my biggest concern about this because they have no bench or <laughs> no other players well, and I see, and I think they're gonna get something done because, you know, you you know Eric, my cousin, you know Eric hit me up and said, "Yo, um, don't you need shooters?" And I'm like, "Well, yes and no." I mean, number one, when the Lakers won the title here, what two years ago? I mean, who they had really one shooter, KCP. 
Other than that, who they really didn't have a quote unquote three point threat. Well, uh, to get that, Anthony Davis was shooting out of his mind. The only reason they won that year was because he was shooting like forty percent from the three during the playoffs. But, but I mean, well, well, yeah, and to piggyback off what you're saying, I mean, but that's kind of my point. It's not like these guys can't hit threes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, they can hit threes. It's just not. I think when everybody keeps talking, well, you need shooters. It's like everybody's thinking that, well, you don't have a Steph Curry. Well, hell, nobody has nobody a Steph has. Curry. Nobody has a Clay Thompson. You know what I mean? Th- those guys are specific. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, when it comes to shooters, because, you know, the reports are saying they're looking to Carmelo Anthony, which I think would be a great fit. Because Carmelo just have to come in and do really one thing. Just come in and score, Carmelo. Just come in and score. Come in as a six, man. You don't have to start. Gonna get yours off the bench and just give us some buckets and just do what you can on the defensive side. Just hold down the fort until we can get our starting five back in there. You know, all I said, all these things, I said, I'm not really worried about how many shooters they get or lack thereof. (laughs) To me, it's just the coaching of how is Frank Vogel, what his approach is going to be. I believe the Lakers transition game is going to be very vital during this run. And I'm hoping that Frank Vogel doesn't get in the way with that. Because you see the way Russell Westbrook plays, he goes. And his motor never stops. Yeah. And I'm just hoping, that, again, that, that Vogel doesn't try to mess this up. I said, they're going to get one. I, 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 bet, I already put a bet down. They're going to get one. I don't believe in Frank Vogel. He, I mean, I don't saw what he did to Montrez uh, Harrell, oh. who was a sixth man of the year, came oh. to the Lakers and couldn't Thank even get on the say floor. That. Thank you. Say it again. Say it again. Like, you know, what are you doing? Like, why, why is he not getting any bird? Like, he is the reigning sixth man of the year. And then, and, but did you turn around? I don't know how often you get a chance to watch the sports shows, but did you see how they sat there and crucified Montrez Harrell? Yeah. Or he didn't produce, he didn't do anything. I was like, the man didn't play him. He, I, I sat there, watched that playoff, and I think you saw my timeline on Twitter. Look at my Twitter timeline yeah. during the playoffs with uh, Phoenix and Lakers. I was losing it. Oh, Frank Vogel dropped the ball. My, I, why couldn't Gasol been in that trade? I wish they could have kept Montrez. Oh man, don't put, put Gasol in that trade and keep Montrez. Don't nobody want Gasol. <laughs> oh, oh, you! I like, said so you just yeah. hit the nail on the button, brother. Oh my God, they just oh they did they did Montrez so dirty. They did. I, I personally love Montrez Harrell's game. Like I said, because it just it, it just reminded me of kind of how I play, but oh. Oh, so I was I almost literally cried when I saw he was in that deal. I was like, oh, I, was like, I love breath, but I really don't want to lose you, my trans. He had to be in that deal, man. Like, pretty much the only good Lakers were in that trade. But man. if you wanted to get them, you know, you had to give them all your good players. But you know what, though? I'm, I'll, I'll say it again. Kyle Kuzma's overrated. All this oh, Zach, Zach Lowe, I read his article the other day talking about, you know, everybody talking about how, like, you know, Kyle Kuzma, you no. Know, he, he, he developed and improved as a player. I was like, what game were you watching? It's like, this cat was a no-show. Then everybody's talking about, well, now he's going to go do what he can do. I'm like, what stopped you when you were the Lakers? Your top two players go down. That was your time to show what you could do. You showed nothing. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if it was if it was coaching <laughs> or if it was as his game progressed. Oh, it's coaching. Frank, Frank Vogel is come on, give me give me something. You you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Frank Vogel is one of those coaches. You know what? Frank Vogel is basically uh Budenholzer. Yeah. That's I mean, who Frank Vogel is. 
Rick Vogel is basically Mike Budo. Like Roy Hibbert was like uh 18 point per game scorer, and then Frank Vogel got a hold of him and he went down to like two, two to four and out the league. He better not mess this up, man. Because you know what? You can't tell me that Russell Westbrook, and I'm already knowing this. So if I know, I know he knows this. He's damned if he does. He's damned if he doesn't. Yeah. If they win, it'll be because of LeBron. If they lose, it'll be because of him, because he's a team killer. That's why I'm just like, no, I'm like, hey, Russ, I ride with you to the wheels fall off. You know, forget them all. Let's just go. Let's just get one. And please give me Brooklyn. <laughs> Hashtag get one. That's going to we, we hey, get that. Get, get one. Get one. Oh, right. telling you. Perfect. Let's let's go ahead and move on to NBA free agency. That's going to be starting real soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw before we we hopped on and started doing this. Chris Paul is opting out of his deal, but he's still mm-hmm. expected to resign with Cleveland. Kawhi has opted out of yeah. his. And he's expected to re-sign with the Clippers, but you never know. Things could things could happen. And then most importantly, I've been seeing that there is a marriage between Lonzo Ball and the Chicago Bulls that is expected to happen. <laughs> well, you can have him. You can have him. I think Lonzo is the perfect fit. And my Bulls are also still interested in getting back D Rose. I am all in on D. Rose being the sixth man, 100% in. Well, I know you are because obviously your affiliation and loyalty to the Bulls is like no end. I mean, shoot, I mean, I I know you, I know your loyalty to the Bulls is even bigger than your loyalty to me. I'm about to say is your loyalty to the Bulls almost as big as to your loyalty to your wife. <laughs> I, I know I know she knew what she signed up for when she married you. Yeah, before. She I, if I didn't yeah. warn her, I thought some... Nobody else would have wondered. I know I would have. Like, hey, you, this dude with the Bulls, man, you don't know. But I know she does. But but no, in all seriousness, no. Um, <laughs> for one, with D. Rose going back to Chicago, I mean, that that marriage and with the way things ended, I mean, it was just so – and you, you can speak more of this than I could. I mean, just from what I can remember, it was just so ugly, man. It was. It, it was so ugly. And I'm so happy for D. Rose and just the resurrection that he's had. And just the approach that he's had, I mean, to hear him even say, like, look, man, I realize I'm not the player that I once was, which is hard for any Hooper to say. I mean, I remember when I kind of got to my point, I had to realize that, you know what, I'm not what I once was. You know, it it, it, it stings. But, I mean, the only thing you can do is either let it break you or accept it and evolve, and that's what he did. Yeah. And he rose has been balling. I mean, there, there doesn't mean I was, I was hoping that the Lakers last year would have got him. I mean, you look at the Knicks. I mean, I'm sorry, D. Rose was a big part of that. I mean, I still think if they had started him from the beginning, they could have won the Atlanta series. Yeah, they could have. He he was like the main engine pushing that team, which is why I want D. Rose back. He will be the I perfect six man. He can hold down the fort till Kobe get back from his injury. Ah, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this bull season. I like that. I. D Rose, I said, is just another one of those. I mean, and, it, and it's going to be a you know, discussion for another day, you know, of what could have been. I mean, what Russ if? holds the title coincidentally from the previous, you know, topic we just had. I mean, there was, there was a time where it was just like neck and neck. Like, who's the most athletic point guard ever? And it was either D Rose or Russ. I mean, it was just neck and neck. Yeah. Pre injury, D Rose 
was right there with Russ in terms oh, of athleticism. I mean, like again, of what could have been. And D Rose, like I said again, man. I mean, I I'm happy for his resurrection. I mean, easily you can see he can be a huge contribution to a team. Yeah, I and I said you're gonna hate me for saying this. I personally would like to see D Rose go to a contender. Like, go somewhere where you can actually be used. I mean, your Bulls, right now, the best thing you can do, it, it would be a slap in the face to Derrick Rose. He took them to Eastern Conference Finals. You're going to go back to Chicago just to help them get back in the playoffs? Yo, come on, D. Rose. You're better than that. Come home. Come home. We need D. Rose. Finish, and say, and, uh, finish it right. With the, other, with the other cats that we were talking about, I mean, Kawhi. I mean, I read, I read the uh, – I just read the story myself uh, right before we jumped on. Is anybody really surprised? No, I, I, honestly, man. I mean, the the worst thing that ever happened, and I hate to say it, is that dude won the title of Toronto. Once he did that, he's able to write his own ticket, probably to almost you no. Know, he's out of his prime, mm-hmm. almost at the end of his career, man. And I'm just sitting there looking at it like, hey, man, you can't tell me these Clipper fans aren't getting a little nervous. And uh, uh, who's the owner? What's his name again? Oh, uh, I forget his name. Yeah. Uh, Bomber, is it? Yeah, yeah. Bomber. Yeah, Bomber. Yeah, Bomber. Yeah, Bomber. Like, Bomber. Man, you can't tell me that cat isn't on pins and needles, probably trying to offer Kawhi stake in his company just to keep him to stay. If Kawhi, I, Miami, I mean, I you got to get expect calls. I, I, got, I got Kawhi leaving, personally. I got Kawhi leaving. I think he's going to sign a one-year deal. Because he saw that they made it to the conference finals. Here we go again. Paul George, hey, did a lot better this playoffs than I expected. So I think that at least earned one year Kawhi's, you know, favor. Like, okay, let's see what you do when I get back. And if they don't at least get back to the conference finals, if not the finals themselves this year, oh, Kawhi's gone. Kawhi's gone and he'll go to Miami. Like, I think him in Miami, you got to get out the West, man. Like, avoid LeBron at all costs. And then in the East, Milwaukee went to the finals, man. Milwaukee isn't the world beater. You go to the East, you, like, one upgrade puts you in contention. Oh, absolutely. Kawhi, you know, this hypothetical, Kawhi in Miami? Oh, oh, my goodness. Like, nobody is scared of Milwaukee. Nobody is scared of Philly. Nobody is scared of Boston. Like, look, Brooklyn is the only team that you would really have to contend with. And Kawhi can guard, he can guard KD. Kawhi in that Miami culture, oh, could be could be trouble in the East. That would be a great, great matchup in the conversation, whether it be Brooklyn or Milwaukee, even though I got to be in Brooklyn myself. I mean, again, no disrespect to Milwaukee fans. Y'all handled your business. Like I said, y'all took advantage of the situation and you got yourself a title. Well, let's be real. That's good business. Yeah, if, if everybody comes back healthy, I saw Giannis, hey, Middleton was doing his thing, but if everybody comes back healthy, I'm sorry, Milwaukee. I, I can't see y'all running it back. I just can't. Milwaukee pulled what final, I like to I call. Can't see, I can't see it. I call it a Houston rocket. You you took advantage of a situation. Shame on you. <laughs> Shame what, on you. That's what he It did. went back to back, sir, and your boy was back for the second one. Hey, not all the way. He only played. No, <laughs> that's better. Doesn't matter. He, he had baseball body, but once doesn't he got matter. NBA body back, we all saw the last dance. It doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter. I've been telling you this for well over tw- uh, well over twenty years. Like he came back, it counts. 
Yeah, man. He came back, it counts. He was there. He could have sat out the rest of that season. I mean, but it no, counts, he wants to come back, it counts. Celebrate your rings, but just know that once the man was back for the full season, it was all she wrote. But it's all good, man. Milwaukee got theirs. Houston got theirs, man. Everybody got to get one. And the CP3, man, I was in my heart breaks for that dude, man. I, even if he does go back to Phoenix, he did a hell of a job. But he like did. I said, with, with I mean, not, and even though we talked about the Lakers and everything, even the Clippers, I mean, let's not forget the Golden State Warriors, too, man. Mm-hmm. If they, they come back healthy again, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. they I, Monty wins. Yeah, my name is a hell of a coach. Chris Paul's a hell of a leader, man. But like I said, the, the deck, the deck that's stacked against them. And now that they really got a target on their back, because I mean, they're, they're defending Western Conference champions. You know, LeBron's like, hey, I need my spot back. Yeah. And the rest so, of these cats are like, yeah, and Golden State's looking like, yeah, yeah, just kind of, everybody's kind of writing us off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Phoenix. I, 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 I don't make the playoffs without question, but I, I can I, see what I want to see. And I think it's a pipe dream. I would love for Kawhi and CP3 to go to Miami. Oh, they can't do that. They can't do it. But, you know, unless they take some serious pay cuts. Yeah. But I would love to see it. Because we were just saying, like, so you got the Lakers. You got yeah. Phoenix. Golden State's going to be back if Clay is healthy. Um, don't forget Denver if Jamal Murray is going to be healthy. Yeah, yeah, I I, I don't want to sell. I don't I'm not sell. saying they a championship team, but they'll knock somebody out who is. Oh yeah, they're they're, they're definitely gonna be a force to be reckoned with. Um, they'll definitely be a force to be reckoned with. Same thing with Utah. I ain't saying Utah is a championship team, but they'll <laughs> knock out somebody who is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if, if anything, the playoffs showed me, especially when it came to Utah. I mean, here we go again. I mean, they did all that work to get the number one seed, man. And that just goes to show you just in general, even from the pros to college, hell, even high school, seeds don't matter, man. It don't. It, 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 at the end of the day, it's just going to be whether you put up, show up, put no, put up or shut up. That's and the thing about the NBA, talk, the, the path was there for them, man, and they just didn't get it done. Like, barring, like, some sort of injury, the best team going in. Exactly. And, and, and you know, Utah is – Still, I mean, Don, you know, I still will never say Donovan Mitchell is the best player in the history of Utah Jazz. You'll never hear that coming out of my mouth. But you know, my they, they, they they need they need another piece. They they, they gotta do. have one. They do. I mean, it, it would be interesting. I mean, I don't know if it could ever happen, but hell, if Chris Paul went to Utah, they they could use. I don't know. Is Mike Conley a free agent? I think he may be a free agent too. Yeah, he is. So. They got, you know, they got some decisions. I, mean, I, I, I doubt it'll happen. I'm just saying, but Utah still needs another player. And, and, and no, sh- that's not a shot at Conley, but Conley's just not it. I mean, what they have right now, you're just going to be a playoff team, and mm-hmm. now that everybody's healthy again, you may be looking at semis best, and then you got to get out of here, man. Yeah. Like, sorry, I mean, go. Don't forget who's part owner of the Utah Jazz. <laughs> Dwayne Wade, he can make a call to a friend. <laughs> Sure, yeah, saying, until Pat Riley, you know, three ways in, like Dwayne, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, you know where your bread is, but you know where home is. <laughs> like, whatever I leave you, you take that. But I will, I will shout out the Utah Jazz for getting Dwayne Wade as part of the ownership group because Absolutely. I mean, they weren't going, let's be honest, they weren't getting no black free agents without Dwayne Wade. They may not oh, yeah. have been able to keep Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I, I I agree. I agree with that. You know, and I mean, uh, 
was it uh Rooney, the owner of uh the, the Heat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean they said they had a conversation with Dwayne, but again, I mean it just sounds like Utah just gave him a better deal. Yeah, I mean, I mean Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade will always be the face of you know of the Heat, but I mean hey, he had to do what was best for him, man. Yeah, I mean and that was a huge pickup because you no know, Dwayne is who he is, and obviously the third greatest shooting guard in the history of the game. You're right. I mean, I, I think, you no. Know, as we look move forward with more free agents, because like I told you, we're, we're getting ready to look at a new NBA here easily within the next five years. Yeah, it's already he's starting. He'll, 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 he'll bring in some faces. The question is just whether Donovan will still be there. I don't see Gobert going nowhere, but the question is, will Donovan stay? Yeah. Especially after this next deal is over. But, no, but right now, I said Kawhi and CP3. When I said I, I can see CP3 going back. Kawhi, I think I said he's one and done, man. He's going to wait and see what happens. And like I said, Lonzo Ball, you you can have him in Chicago. Just go go ahead and grab that seven or eight seed, son. Grab that seven, eight seed. I'm shooting for yo, man. If if New York could jump from no playoffs to four, so can Chicago. <laughs> oh, well, you know we'll be keeping an eye on it, man. And like I said, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll yeah, talk about it. Mark my words. If D Rose resigns with Chicago, I will finally get my D Rose jersey. You, you can do better, D Rose. There are only two Bulls jerseys I will ever wear the MJ and D Rose. I got my MJ. I, I will I, eventually get my D Rose. Unless unless I hear the words come out of D Rose's mouth that like he just wants to go back home, I just say, don't do it, D Rose. You deserve better, man. You, you're almost on your way out. Try to find your way to a, you know, a solid contender. And like I said, go find a way and go to Miami. Ooh. I can see D Rose in Miami. Nah, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it in Miami. They crazy over there. Hey, it's a culture, man. They, they stick to what works. Hey, that's what I'm saying. It's like you, you gotta be you gotta be built different to you know sit there and play in Miami. But I said I meant for everybody. Right. That's the other place I would have also liked to see Russ, but I just didn't know how that you no know, necessarily that would have worked out though. Yeah, him and Jimmy are the exact same person. Exactly. Uh- <laughs> if it wasn't the Lakers boy, Miami would have been my next guest. Like, ooh, go to Miami. Go to Miami, Russ, but you're in, you're in L.A. Get one. Get one. <laughs> Hashtag get one. All right, let's go on to our last topic, and that is the GOAT, Simone Biles. Um, I don't know if everyone has has heard of the situation where she had to pull out of some events, really, um, mainly because... She pulled out everything. Yeah, she, I think yeah, she did pull out. I think there's one more event that she could still technically still be in. Um that she's waiting I'm, I'm to just, see. I'm just gonna go ahead and say she's gonna pull out. I, I can't yeah. say she did I, all. I think these. she should, but yeah. pretty much, um, her mind and her body are no longer communicating. Um, as she called it, they have she has a case of the twisties, which mm-hmm. is like the gymnastic version of the yips, uh, in, in baseball. So, treatment. What's your take on the situation, man? We've been hearing a lot via media, uh, people vilifying her and all that. Yeah, I mean, it's just so disgusting. The vilifying of you know Simone Biles, you know that's the craziest thing about all-time greats such as Simone Biles. I mean, even you talk about all-time greats in any sport, that you know you read a lot of times people don't give them the appreciation they deserve when they have them. You know, we want to you know praise them when they're gone, but it's like when we when they're here, it's just like you know you almost take them for granted. Like you know LeBron James, you know Tom Brady, Simone Biles, you know, but. In this case, her doing what she did, because again, she just said mentally she wasn't there. 
I mean, I, I guess, especially just for me being a former athlete, though I've never had those experiences like that, I, I had no choice but to respect that. I mean, like you said, this woman is the GOAT. Yeah. I mean, what else can she give us? Or who else has earned the right to just say, I need a minute, y'all. I need a break. I just can't do it right now. And this just shows the selfishness, especially like those who jump on social media to you know, bash her because yeah. all they want to focus on is the fact that all oh, the U.S. won the gold medal. <laughs> it's not about the U.S. It's about Simone. Exactly. You know, I mean, she went out there representing us. Don't you think the least you could do is appreciate the fact for what she's accomplished already that if she says she just doesn't have it, she doesn't have it. Well, and I said, just like any other sport, next person up. And we saw that with the young lady, Lee, who went on mm-hmm. to win the gold in the, uh, you know, the all-around all event. Around, yeah. I mean, that's that's just the opportunity for those teammates to step up. You don't think they know their <laughs> teammates were the greatest of all time? Exactly. And she's still there. It's not like she just checked out and like Absolutely. went home. In the stands, cheering, cheering for her teammates. I mean, it's that's real leadership. It is. That That is leadership, and that's to be appreciated and commended because – Again, no disrespect to her teammates, but it's just the truth. They'll never know what it's like to be in her shoes. But the fact that, no, I'm sure with her still being there and cheering and supporting them, being on, I'm sure that does a great deal for their confidence. Probably why it helps them easier for them to go out there and compete. Exactly. And then one thing that I had completely um, forgot about in regards to Simone, she is like the the last OG that had to deal with that Larry Nasir cat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, who you know, sexually abused, sexually assaulted. I, I don't, I can't even say numbers. Just just the the mighty of them. Exactly. Yeah, just two main account. Exactly. So she's been dealing with all that, and just you know, you never know how that affects somebody, man. And to like, deal with all of beat- that. And, but to be in her position, think about that. And that, I'm not trying to downgrade all the other young women who were, you know, in that situation, you know, with that, you know, SOB, you know, but I said, but to be in her shoes, again, I mean, everybody doesn't get that spotlight that Simone gets. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, even when all that stuff, Vanessa was going down, think about this. She still performed through that. Yeah. And performed to a high level, still basically confirming why she is the GOAT. I said, but we all have our breaking points. And it just turned out, I mean, once again, going over to Tokyo and, you know, we, we're still in a pandemic, folks. That's just real. Yeah. <laughs> so with all that, all that on top of everything, it's just like, yo, mentally, like, you know what? She even said, like, just coming over here was a lot to deal with. So it's just like, I just need a break. And I forgot who, what, what uh, you know, uh, I think it might have been Shannon Miller, the former gold medalist for the U.S., you know, from years ago. Mm-hmm. And she said it best. She was like, you don't understand. When you're in the air, she's like, if you don't have your mind straight, when you're <laughs> coming down, <laughs> you can get hurt if you don't have a clear head. If you're distracted, I mean, that could be a broken leg, a broken ankle, whatever. That could be a career ender if your head's not on straight, you know? She posted, uh, Simone Biles posted a video of her working on the uneven bars, like recently, like practicing. Mm-hmm. And like, she tried to do like the little dismount and ended up on her back. I'm like, yeah. Like just stay away because if you didn't have that pad right there, young lady, it would have been game over. Because then, yeah. So absolutely, absolutely. Like, my heart goes out to her, and I absolutely. hope she all, takes all the time the that she needs, and as well as uh, Naomi Osaka. You know what I mean? Because they mm-hmm. were giving her the same thing via tennis. Like mm-hmm. 
all that stuff that is going on. Like, and then she had like some magazine shoots come out, and then they were getting on her for that. I'm like, oh, yeah, so I you, that, you that, that, uh, that, no, Meg was her name, Megan Trainer, the chick from yeah. NBC. Yeah, I'm like, man, man don't you look. realize how long that has been in the pipeline? Like, the magazine cover shoots, they take you know months in but, advance. But see, but it shouldn't even take that explanation though, and she knows that. I mean, yeah. as long as she's been there, she knows that stuff. It's just totally. about looking for a story, looking for bites, looking for clicks. Did you just say, like, you know what? I'm just going to sit there and throw this out there just so I can get some views and get... Basically, she's trying to get trendy. That's all yeah. it was. I mean, Naomi Osaka, once again, I commend her, too. You know, because, you know, you know wifey and I got in a conversation about it, and I wasn't trying to make her mad, but I just told her, like, look, I don't downplay Naomi stepping out. I was like, I get why she did it. You know, but I, but I just put it on the, the on this particular perspective and I wasn't necessarily trying to come around in a way that I didn't care, but I just said there's certain expectations that come with any athlete, regardless of the sport, when you get to a certain level. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, that's why Naomi's you know, to be commended, because in my mind, she's next. Whenever Serena, the GOAT of women's tennis, Size of hanging up, Naomi's in the spot. Yeah. And I think she knows that. And it's just like, it's, <laughs> it's just like everything that's coming at her and on top of everything else, if she needed a break, like, look, she's earned it. She's more or less 1B of tennis right now. Yeah. Serena's Serena, but Naomi's right there. She's been beating her. So we can't just sit there and ignore you know, her status in, in the game. So when she, whatever she does, is always going to be looked at. So she took the time to take care of herself. I, I respect that. Yeah. Anybody that takes the time to look after their mental health, I 100% respect. And I, you got to look out for, especially as an athlete, you got to look out for you because the team is going to do what's in the team's best interest. Um, whether it's tennis, the, you know, I know it's an individual sport, but the tennis association is going to look out for their best interest, which was why when she first pulled out, you know, during like that Wimbledon, they sent that, you know, that nasty letter talking about you're going to talk to the media, even though the media was contributing to her mental health issues. Um, and especially like even like in the NBA and football, which is starting to gain some traction regarding like mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people like Kevin Love, DeMar DeRozan, all kind mm-hmm. of speaking out regarding mm-hmm. mental health. Um, so hopefully they're able to get more, you know, like psychiatrists and things of that nature involved with these teams to help players understand that. Yeah, and hopefully it opens the door to hopefully making more people feel comfortable about talking about their mental health. Exactly. You know, I mean, you know, on a personal level, I mean, you remember years ago when I was, you know, pursuing my professional career and how things end up going with me, you know, and I went through my little, you know, bout with depression. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was rough, man. I went through a hard time. You know, I remember the little bit I shared with you. And I mean, on top of what was going on in my basketball career, where I was in my personal life, I, shoot, I just remember I was in a, I was in a dark place, man. You know, and I've told people, you know, I don't tell very people, but like the, you know, intricate details about it. I mean, you know, because, you know, you're just my fam. But I tell people all the time, like, look, you know, just coming up anyway, I was always just thinking. You know, it's like just do like just to do self-evaluation just because I don't know. It just I just kind of came to me. It's just like I don't see why not. I just I tell people all the time, like sometimes you need to get by yourself and just look at yourself and really think about what's going on with you, you know, and, and just don't be afraid to be honest with yourself about things. 
you know, you, you'd be surprised, you know, what, you know, how it, it can help you when you do. Exactly. Exactly. Well said, brother. Well said. To, to end this segment, I'd like to, to use the, the Marshawn Lynch quote, take care of your chickens, take care of your mentals. Like them is wise words <laughs> from my dude, Marshawn Lynch. But all right, man, we will go ahead and in this episode once again thank you brother for for joining in always man i can't wait till the next time i said because i know we got a lot more to talk about before that i'm i'm ready for the nba season to come Russ, we'll get one get one hashtag get one hashtag get one, hashtag right, get one. <laughs> until next time we out later